In denouncing the sin of the scribes and Pharisees, Jesus now points to more spiritual roots of sin. You know, he's no longer pointing just to lust or, or anger, um, but going to uh, sins that could be of a more spiritual nature that even you know, demons could have. Um, and he traces them in, especially in this in this two categories, and those who are the scribes, the scholars of the time, and the Pharisees, the very strict group of uh, observant Jews of the time. Um, and the Lord observes how, for example, they um, pride manifest there in the fact that they take pride in the authority they have over people uh, and use the, their knowledge of the law many times to fi find loopholes that keep them from observing uh, literally the many of the commandments and precepts that they themselves have set up. Uh, so they are inconsistent. You know, they, they claim to have this great authority and knowledge and observe the law so rigorously, but actually they have sufficient knowledge to find the loopholes by which they are not supposed to observe many of the things, but they are happy to tie them to others. And so, well, Christ the Lord is denouncing that inconsistency and, and the pride and vanity that, that goes with it, how they want to be seen and noticed and, and called as titles. Well, obviously, that actually happened. I mean, there was a group of people that needed those rebukes or Christ was calling them to conversion. But Jesus is mostly not, not just quite looking only at the Pharisees. Obviously, he's looking at his own disciples. He's looking at us. And he's saying, this can be a real danger. Uh, obviously, at the time of Christ, the powerful people were those scribes and Pharisees and uh, the, the high priests and so on. But he knew that over time, people would have authority in the spiritual community of his disciples and they would get, receive human prestige and they would be consulted by powerful people and they would be appointed to important positions in the world, right? And so he knew that spiritual pride, vanity, having this or that title and this or that accomplishment would become a spiritual danger. And that's why he, he warns us, he says, you know, don't call someone rabbi or father or, uh, or master and so on, which the church has never taken literally. You know, we have never taken these three titles literally. You should never call, you know, don't call your dad father uh, or, call, or don't call the priest father. But the, the reason is that the point of the warning is that there's a spiritual danger in those, any of those titles of prestige or authority, right? No matter what name you choose, you can call them presbyters, pastor, you know, uh, guru, whatever you title you choose, this, the, the danger of pride will be there. So the church doesn't say, well, what the Lord means here is you shouldn't use these three words, but rather whatever word you use, make sure you're careful that you don't think, you know, you're at a different level completely from the rest, because that's not true. You know, St. Augustine would say to his faithful in, in Carthage, he would say, um, sorry, in Tagaste, he would say to them, um, in Hippo, I'm sorry, confusing names here, uh, with, for you I'm a bishop, but with you I'm a Christian, I'm a baptized Christian, right? So for you I have this authority to guide you uh, as a shepherd, but with you I'm, I'm another baptized Catholic, you know, I, I need to follow the precepts of the Lord and seek to follow the commandments and ask forgiveness for my sins. And that's how any of us who have any leadership need to have the same mentality. We're, on the one hand, asked to guide and 
teach and, and instruct. And, but on the other hand, we need to just seek our daily conversion like anybody else. Um, so as you meditate on this, I maybe encourage you to think, um, how does pride manifest itself in your life? How the, do, do those roots of pride or vanity, you know, spring up in different manifestations in, you know, daily behavior, thoughts, attitudes? And then think of Jesus as the example, you know, the, the most excellent example of humility. For example, what, think of the scene or attitude that strikes you the most in him. For example, his washing of the feet, um, or he's just, you know, he's... Uh, many times not wanting to be called publicly as the Messiah or people not telling others that he had done these powerful healings. Whatever sign of his humility strikes you and um, ask that humility for yourself. You know, Tell the Lord why do you admire that humility in him and ask that same grace for your own self.